Frozen Tundra Dynasty Podcast. My name is Austin. I'm the commissioner. Next to me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Jacob Sanderson. What's up, Bisons? You know what, Jacob? How are you doing today? How it's nice to be back. December? It's nice. nice to be back. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, we took a week off. Uh, I know yeah. uh, Jacob had to deal with some exams, which uh, definitely come first to at least one of us. Uh, <laughs> my second last exam it was nice. Uh, they they used zero questions from anything they taught past October. So all of the time I spent studying that I could have been podcasting was entirely useless. How do you think you did? Uh, I think I did well because all of the multiple choice questions were directly from the sample pack. So it being December and all, uh, you know what, exams are upon us. But uh, most importantly, you see the Leafs win tonight. They won tonight. Big, big Chief Keith. Do you know what? Uh, somebody tell me something that goes better than Austin Matthews and scoring in Buffalo. Against Buffalo, sorry. Because the man is just on fire. So I know, Tom, you're going to say it's still football season until it's not football season, but it's also hockey season, and our boys are great. That's correct. Uh, I also f- all day. I also feel great. Um, you know what? First off, I'm going to give a quick shout-out. Happy birthday to Sid. Mm-hmm. Here's some birthday presents Sid got. Okay? Number one, she made the Fantasy Football Finals in our league, which That's we will true. get to. That's a birthday she present. She got three touchdowns from Rashad Perriman. Yeah, and uh, one from Carlos Hyde. I didn't know yeah. uh, he's still alive. Uh, number two, she got Taylor Hall. To a different team as a That's true. Taylor Hall truther and the Taylor Hall's number one fan. Is she uh, now an Arizona Coyotes she fan? She is now an Arizona Coyotes fan because I don't think she's a team fan of anyone. She just really likes Taylor Hall. So she now has a Taylor Hall Edmonton shirt, a Taylor Hall New Jersey sweater. Uh, and I'm thinking about getting her a Taylor Hall uh, nice um, Coyotes jersey. You got it. Uh, shout out Kieran Hall. You have Hall. to get the Aztec one. Oh, it's not the Aztec. It's the Kachina jersey. Kachina. We can have matching Kachina jerseys with my Shane Doan. Uh, wow. and her Taylor Hall. And Kieran, you can come join us and be, as you are, our Coyotes homer, and it is not close. Like, this kid loves the Coyotes more than probably anything. Would you say that Taylor Hall is now the greatest player to ever play in the Winnipeg Jets franchise? Uh, yes, I would. Um, what's Patrick Laine? I hear that guy's not good. Um, well, what I think is exciting is that Ilya Kovalchuk got waived, so the Jets yeah. have an opportunity to claim our all-time leading scorer. Yeah, you know what? That's <laughs> a really... That's a really good point. See, here I was hoping you'd play fourth line for the Leafs. You know, we can find $500,000 cap space, nah, right? I like Pierre Engvall better. Oh, man, I, 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 I Engvall we trust. Awesome. Well, I didn't really uh, prep Jacob for this question. Also, our drops will be missing because my phone died. Shocker for those of you who know me well. But, Jacob, as this is a dynasty league and we're looking ahead to the future, is there a specific bowl game that you are excited for? I know oh, there geez. are 50 of them, and I did pull them up here if you wanted to look I at them. I literally haven't even checked at the bowl right, selection. Well, I'm going to go with which probably... Ones, oh, wait, I do know. Actually, so I knew which one I was most excited for, but things might have changed. I was most excited for the Frisco Bowl, because that's where Utah State is playing. Okay. And I have been on the Colts draft Jordan Love train for a while now. Um, it's like a weird thing on Colts Twitter, which I don't know if anyone knows that Colts Twitter exists. But, like, Colts Twitter, everyone has changed their profile photos to Jordan Love, and we're all set on him being drafted. Um, and uh, he got caught with marijuana possession today. Ooh. So it's unsure whether or not he's going to be able to play mm. in the Frisco Bowl. Marijuana is not legal in Indianapolis, is it? it? It's not, and it's definitely not legal in Utah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna steer away. Um, where's Georgia playing? Because I'm going to go watch my, my large, almost adult son. Um, Sorry, we have to find the right. Georgia Bulldogs are playing in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, so that's... Oh, against Baylor. Well, that'll be fun. So I'll be watching that game probably uh, for sure. I want to watch my boy DeAndre Swift out there. Um, and, and I guess that would be my, my most fantasy implications. But Jordan Love, 
Stay off the weed. We don't need another Josh Gordon situation on our hands. Mm. Get get into the Frisco Bowl so I can watch you ball. Shout out to Josh Gordon. Feel kind of bad about that. The guy here had the guy had Hall of Fame potential. Yeah. Uh, and addiction is no joke. So um, yeah, so that would be the Sugar Bowl, January first, eight forty five p.m. in the Superdome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got the Georgia Bulldogs playing the Baylor Bears, number five versus number seven. Uh, and for those of you that Probably were wondering. Potential future NFL coach there with Matt Rule. He's always yeah. on the on the short list. And for those of you that were wondering, you said that was the Utah State Aggies. Utah State Aggies. Jordan they Love, are, baby. Jordan Love. They play in the Frisco Bowl in three days on December 20th. They'll, they'll take on the Kent State Golden Flashes. Yeah. I thought, what? Is that actually their name? Yeah, it is. I thought it was the Golden Eagles for some reason. No, no. It's like they've got like a K with like a kind of splurty, orangey, yellowy, fiery kind of thing behind the K. Well... One of the games I'm definitely looking forward to oh, yeah. um, is the Outback Bowl, uh, which is the Minnesota Golden Gophers at 10-2, taking on the Auburn Tigers. Oh, yeah. Uh, specifically, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, uh, whose name is not coming to Tyler Johnson. right now. Tyler Johnson. I'm excited to see him play. I think he's going to be unreal. He's uh, a fifth-round pick. Yeah, he's going to be going to be solid. I can see him going in uh, the second round of our draft. And I don't think so. um, maybe early third. And I think he's one of those guys that you take a third round flyer and could turn into something in the future. Could be. Depending where he gets scary. landed. Uh, and my second game of, I got to go with the big one, the Peach Bowl, the semifinal game, LSU, Oklahoma. Oh, I yeah. just want to see LSU. I want to see the man, the Ocha. myth himself. Joe Burrow. The man that the be... draft lottery is for. Is, is it, does anyone have an excuse if they, let, let's look, who are the, who are the teams that are in the draft lottery? Me. You and I could use who, a second who quarterback. The best odds, it's Trevor, Trevor. Trevor. Then you. Yeah. Then me. Mm-hmm. Then it's um, Coco, which is Trevor. Mm-hmm. Or no, she she's a little later on. Uh, yeah. But, she but either either way, well, okay. So it's it's Trevor, mm-hmm. Trevor, you, me, uh, Marty has his pick, right? Yep. So that would be the five. Is there anyone that has an excuse not? To take Joe Burrow if they get the first. No, pick. like Trevor's got Dak Prescott, and his next quarterback is either um, Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles, Mason Rudolph, Drew Locke. Like you could, you yeah. could argue Drew Locke. He might be set, but Drew. If your combo is Drew Locke, Dak Prescott, and Joe Burrow, that's awesome. Marty's got Mahomes. Yep. Which is going to be great. And Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, but he doesn't really have a third because his third is Marcus Mariota. So the kid could probably. Right. I'm torn. I I can promise you this. Look, if I get the first overall pick, I will draft Joe Burrow. But he that first overall pick is very gettable if I get it because I assume Tennessee's going to sign Tannehill as a long term starter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Tampa is going to re-sign Winston, but Winston's definitely good enough to start somewhere. I don't I don't know. I'm happy with the three and Cousins looks great. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with those three. Someone wants it. Take it, but yeah. uh, plus uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, I think uh, as we get into draft season, we'll, uh, the podcast will focus a lot on those rookies. Super flex make it super interesting because I think there's legitimately. I was listening to a few different podcasts, uh, and I think argue you can make an arguable case about four quarterbacks in this draft that should be taken in a first three rounds of a rookie draft. Who's your Who's your fourth? So so Herbert, Tua, and uh, and and Joe. And if the Colts took your boy, if Jordan Love. I love like Jordan Love. you got to think about it like quarterback spots that are going to be open. You've got Miami, obviously. Yeah. 
you've got the Bengals, obviously. Yeah. The Colts could legitimately take a quarterback. They they better. Jacoby's terrible. Yeah. Um. You've got. I'm forgetting a few. I'm just suddenly blanking. Tampa. Tampa could Jacksonville. potentially. Jacksonville. Um. Philip Rivers anymore. Potentially the Chargers if Philip Rivers retires. Yeah. You could look at if the Patriots don't believe in. Jared Stidham. Stidham. Jared Stidham. Uh, I heard a thing. I, this might have been Brad, but if uh, the Patriots are sitting there in the end of the first and Tua is still available, can you picture like Tua getting if, in there mentoring if, for a if year? If the Colts get on the clock, Tua is available and they don't take him, I will revolt. I will storm the Bastille. I, I will. I will be so unbelievably upset. You'll. You'll have never seen anything more upset. Like I. I think Tua is outstanding. I. I still very much believe in him. I, I prefer him as a fantasy asset to Burrow because he's the more mobile quarterback. I prefer Burrow as a real quarterback, but Tua is unbelievable. Yeah. If, if the Colts get a chance at him, they don't take him, I'll freak out. Yeah, but that's my point. Is like, of Tua, course the Patriots like, do that. There's, there's enough the opening spots that I think that, like again, if, if Tua Pittsburgh, falls that long, yeah, spot. like there's so many spots and there are four legitimate quarterbacks here that could go in the first two rounds that I think late oh, seconds are worth If you go to the first two, I, I guarantee you, I think there's seven in the first two. No, I meant for our draft. Like, oh, yeah. Like even those couple of the other that, three. Jacob but, Eason could be yeah. interesting. I don't like Jake Fromm, but some people do. Some people are big Jake Fromm um, guys. And then, uh, well, if he, if he gets a chance to start, Jalen Hurts will be a blast for fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna move on uh, to the kind of main content of the pod. Uh, some discussion we had. So as you saw in the group chat, uh, there's a lot of talk about division realign, not division realignment, uh, redoing, undoing divisions. Uh, and so we want to just talk through. Um, I'll start first by just saying uh, how it would work. Any proposed changes from what we've got now would simply be: we take a vote. You need seven to pass it. Uh, we are a league of twelve. Anyone who has a co-owner, you guys count as one vote. Um, but yeah, there would be seven votes to pass. So majority rules. Um, if it comes down to a six, six tie, uh, we can table it and have some more discussion and potentially vote in the group chat. But, um, we will probably have this all happen the same day we do the rookie draft, which will probably be the same day we go out for the clown celebration of the Bombers game. I think we'll just make a day of it. Yeah. Get everyone a big, it's going to be Marty clown day. Marty clown day is what you're hearing from here. We are team Coco. We believe go, Coco. in team Coco. You go clown Coco. I mean, Glenn Coco. Sorry, Sorry, Clown, Clown Coco. Clown Coco. Uh, anyways. Um, so, yeah, so that'll happen. So the first one that really came up uh, is divisions and whether or not we need them. Um, I'm going to start um, because I am very pro-divisions, and then I'll let Jacob kind of tear me up apart because we know that is what Jacob is quite good at. Um, so the first thing I like to say is that I think divisions make a lot more sense in a dynasty format like this. We are trying as best we can to emulate football. And again, this is football. If you ask Lindsay, there is no fantasy about it. This is football. And so we are trying to emulate the same thing the NFL does. And as a fan of the Eagles, and as we have our Cowboys homer in here, one of us is making the playoffs and neither of our teams deserve to make the playoffs. True or false? Do you think the Rams should be in there over the Eagles and the Cowboys? I'm not after the game I just watched. I mean, fair. <laughs> but there are better teams out there than the Eagles and the Cowboys. But one of them makes it because that's how the NFL works. And it's because it's a long-term thing. Beating your rivals, beating your division mates should mean something. And I think that's something that I really want to strive for here. Um, a lot of you guys, um, excuse me, I'm going to specifically call out Brad and Jameson. What do you guys do in trading with Tom and getting your own division like rival better? Like Tom and I were talking about this after and he's like, I have no idea why these guys are trading with me. Like you should be, I am pissed off every time Lindsay or, uh, excuse me, Karen makes a trade because 
If they get better, it means I've got lesser chance at division, and that pisses me off because I want to beat those guys first and foremost, and then I'll get into the playoffs and let the let fight everyone else out. So let you start with that, kind of. Well, I, uh, so I am not, um, I'm not, I'm not one of the radicals in the chat. I don't think we should go to a one conference um, op- option, but I do understand that, right? I mean, that's. It, it depends what we're trying to do. There's competing needs. So, I mean, if we're looking at what is strictly the most fair and equitable, I, I think it's strictly the most fair and equitable is you do, um, you know, one 12-team conference. And frankly, you, you should probably do all play if you're just strictly looking at what's the most fair and equitable because the head-to-head system in and itself is kind of bad at doing that. But... You know, why do we play fantasy? We play fantasy for some fun. So I don't mind finding ways to spice things up, making a little bit of fun, and I think divisions do that. Now, the question is two or four. Um, I'm I'm on the fence. I, I think I we can could do three. Way. We have 12. Well, but <laughs> I, I don't like three because of the scheduling. I, I don't think that divisions work if you – and I guess it's an issue with two, two as well. But I don't think you should do divisions um, if – there isn't a clear demarcation in the schedule between you play your division mates more than you play the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, and so if you're doing, if, if you're doing three divisions, um, I mean, maybe that's a good compromise, but I, I do, I do think there's issues with that where there's going to be, have to be one team in your division. You only play once. And I think that's kind of a problem. If you, especially if you're counting division record, it's a tiebreaker. It's a big yeah. problem. Um, I, I would say that um, I, I, I don't know. I can definitely be convinced on you do two division or even one conference and you do six. I, I think that that's probably a more equitable solution. But I do think the division idea is fun, especially in a dynasty. What I think is I – because if you are stuck without – if you're stuck in a division with a team that goes 11 and 2, like all of a sudden you're really limited. Um, I think ways to accommodate those teams fighting for the wild cards is – I personally think that the sixth seed should be decided strictly on points, not on record. And I think that the three seed should get to pick their opponent. I think the three seed in the first round should get to pick any one of the four, five, six seed because the reality is is that in a dynasty league, there's going to be such a big disparity between, especially going forward, between some teams being really, really good and some teams being really, really bad, and often intentionally so because teams are in rebuilding periods and stuff, that... I'm sure every every year there's going to be one division that just absolutely sucks, or at least where two teams in it absolutely suck. And so you're going to end up with one team with an inflated record. Sorry, are we going to call that the NFC East every year? Yeah. Okay. There, there's going to be some team, there's going to be some division that is the NFC East, right? And it happened, I mean, it kind of happened this year, but I think it'll get way more drastic. Um, where if you have two teams rebuilding, one team just kind of coasts, like the idea that they can just coast to the four seed and then try and get lucky. I, I, I think I think at least letting that three seed pick their opponent, I think that's one uh, one way to, to make things fun. Plus, how fun is it if the three seed picks the opponent yeah. and that opponent just goes and wrecks them? I think that's kind of I think that's kind of fun in the first place. Yeah. Um, and I, I I maintain strongly the six seed should be decided on points, but mm-hmm. I can I don't know I'm kind of, I'm neither here nor there on the divisions. Like the the divisions thing, I think I have to agree with Jacobs. I just think it'll add fun, and especially as we go into year two and three, like this year for all intents and purposes, is a redraft year. We drafted our teams. We're playing for a championship. Some of us are definitely looking ahead more, but um, this year is what you've got. Now, next year, you're building off of this, and I think that's where the divisions and how you've uh, 
adjusted to who's in your league and how you're trying to, you know, if you hear a trade is happening, like if I hear, if somebody, if you were to be making a trade with Habib and you sent me a text saying, I'm about to trade with Habib, this is the trade. What do you think my response right. is going to be? I'm going to try and beat it. Yeah. And so I think using those things in the future is really going to help uh, the fun in the league. And one of the things that I think here is that I don't think the issue is so much on the divisions. I think there's definitely things that I'm going to bring up and propose as changes. So, for example, you look at tiebreak. This year's tiebreak number one in the division was division record. Yeah. I think that one needs to be replaced personally by a head-to-head. Like, let that be division. Like, if you if you beat somebody 2-0, which, I mean, you could be tied 2-2, and then it would come down to points four. But hypothetically, like, just head-to-head should be your number one. And even still with um, for the wild cards. Head-to-head, if you beat someone, you should have that record over them because that, – and, that, again, those are pros and cons of that. I hate like, that so much yeah. in the wild card. I, I don't hate it as much. If I don't mind the head-to-head being a tiebreaker, I guess, for the five-seed wild card if the six is on points. But, like, I hate the idea – this, this is what I never want. I never want the, a team that is in, like, the top three in points four to end up outside the playoffs. And I feel like if you – have the system where it's based on record for five and six, and then the tiebreakers head to head. That's that's such yeah. a risk to me. Yeah, and that can be, I think, more so division. Again, these are different things. Um, one of the things that I've all said is I love the calling your shot. Like if you're the three, I think that um, sleep. One of the things sleepers working off in the off season, being able to customize your playoff bracket a bit more. So once it gets set this year, it had to go like the top half of the bracket was the top half, and the bottom half was the bottom half. Uh, I could change it before playoffs started, but they're working on adding it that you can change it in season, like in during the playoffs. So I think calling your shot early, but then the one in the two seats, why doesn't the one seat get to call his shot? Oh, I, I'm okay I with think, that yeah. too. And you I, think, deserve... I think you do it every week. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm in one league that does that and it's pretty fun. Like I remember uh, it's a, it's a podcast listener league and there's all sorts of absolutely insane scoring systems and there's powers and everything that's nuts. But like, I remember last year, um, I finished as the four seed in the regular season and the three seed picked me and then I beat them. And then the one seed picked me and then I beat them. And if, and like, I didn't even know these people cause they were from like fricking Oklahoma or Texas, but I was like, fuck you guys. I hate you. I'm going to beat your ass. And it was a blast. And imagine how fun that would be to do that to Tom. Yeah, man. If you, you're sitting there as the three seed this year, Lindsay was, and if you got to pick who you want to do and Sid goes out and beats him, like, I'd be a blast. That would have been a blast. So, also, what were you just doing with your toe? Sorry, I got real distracted. What? You were just stretching your toe all weird, and it looked real funky from this angle. Was I, I doing just, my toe? Yeah, I don't know. Your big toe was at like this weird angle. I thought you were oh. about to break it in half. I'm sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> you need to know that like Jacob's got flexible toes, like real <laughs> flexible toes. So, yeah, I think that's one thing. Another thing that we could potentially talk about is rather than uh, possibly like, people are worried about playing your division twice can be. Um, a detriment to if you've got really easy teams, you can New England Patriots your way to the playoffs, you know, and just beat bad teams and never play a real game. But another idea is possibly that the teams you have to play twice, one through first, second, and third at the end of the regular season, excuse me, those three teams play each other twice the next year. Four, five, six play each other twice the next year. Seven, eight, nine play each other twice. It would have to change. Like there's different things you could do. But th- but but then you're scrapping divisions, right? Well, no, you can still keep divisions to decide those four seeds, but it was just a different way to schedule. I just think if, so if divisions exist, you have to play your division more because yeah. I think that's the only thing that justifies yeah. the existence of the divisions. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I see both sides. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you would scrap divisions that one. Sorry. Because I, I don't think the divisions are super fair, but I do think like 
I don't know, say this league goes for 10 years and the membership stays the same. Like, I think it creates, like, a fun secondary bragging rights thing where, like, maybe you didn't win the title that year or you didn't even get third place. But, like, it'd be fun to be, like, I won the division five years in a row. And, oh, yeah. Like, it's a fun little, you know, little like, mini banner. To and, that's, and, and that's the thing is that I specifically tried to do the best I could with divisions. Granted, some people don't know each other. But, like, you look at, like, even though I make fun of the most, the Big Rips division – like, Trevor and Marty and Chris are all very good friends, went to school together for years, like, play. we all play volleyball with them, um, the three of them, and Sid, Sid and Chris, Sid knows those boys well. Like, Trevor is ripping Marty a new one for losing <laughs> in the toilet bowl. Like, Trevor yeah. sucked all season, everyone said he was going to be in the clown costume, we made fun of him on this podcast. He beat Martino, who was this, like, literally, Trevor beat him in week 13 to not let him get in the playoffs. Or else Marty's in the playoffs and right. Sid's not. And Trevor beat him in week 15 to force him into the clown game. Like, Marty's not going to hear the end of it. And that's the point, is that those division no, things. And so it's a and little our, bit Our division different. was not fun this year because Adam was like 8-0 and, oh, and then yeah. no one was else going to win. But like, I and hate Coco that was guy. injured. I fucking hate that guy. You're playing and, Adam in your I'm, league. I'm playing Adam in the final in my league. Um, it, I'm going to be so devastated if I lose because that would mean that in year four of my league, the only two people that have ever won are Adam and Nick. Yep. And that's just the darkest fucking timeline yep. for me. I hate that. Yep. So, like, Adam, I want to just fucking kill you this week. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen because I lost Alvin Cook. Tears. But, um, but no, I, I want to get on my horse and beat Adam's brains in next year yeah. if this division thinks that. And that's so. the thing is, like, I look at, like, yeah, man, the, the Stone Cold Pitches division, like, Brad Tom and Jameson love each other, but would kill each other, would like stab each other back in a heartbeat. And I remember like when I pulled that move on Lindsay, I felt great when I yeah. backed out of that Evan Ingram trade. Like that was one of my favorite things. And so I think divisions, um, just as one rule change that was brought up today, uh, I think they get better as the time goes on. There will definitely be pros and cons. Somebody will Patriots their way through a division, but I think that's part of what makes fantasy football fun. Um, and some other rule change things, uh, you guys can definitely toss them out there. Uh, I know in the back of my brain, I've kind of thought maybe instead of three flex, we go down to two flex and add a bench spot just because that third flex can be a little bit random. Wait, what? Uh, I two think, flex? Yeah, just dropping one. It's it's a thought in the back of my brain. Again, it's a long uh, way. Possibly, that, I will, that I will massively yeah, oppose. I know. I I'm literally always took, on the yeah. side of more roster yeah. spots. And so I, I think, think... I think the more roster spots, the more... It, it shows. I think it shows. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it shows a bit more. It lets tends to a bit more parity if well, you only have two, just because certain, like you said, I think certain teams will get too good and certain teams will get too bad. Again, that's one thing that's I, been. I also think brain. too, though, like to me, that's that's almost tantamount to changing the scoring system because, like, yeah. someone like Khabib, who all season has prioritized shed depth trade for superstars, yeah. like that massively helps his team. Like, like I've been intentionally making yeah. a deep team because of the flexes. Like, I don't know, I. I just think like any any change to the to the system like that or yeah. or you know changing from full PPR to half PPR or going from four yeah. point no, touchdowns to six point touchdowns, all that stuff to me, it's that like, would be needing I would say probably an eight what would be eighty percent of twelve like ten you need ten of twelve owners to agree on that I I almost think that that you you Close need to, to do that and I and I almost think yeah. you should do something where you decide on it and it doesn't take into effect until a year later. Yeah. And it would be something like that, but that's then just you're, then you're changing head. moves that people would have made. Yeah. People wouldn't have made the same people made the moves yeah. they did because of the league system. But that is one, like anything you guys want to bring up, if it's anything kind of scoring or roster size or anything like that, uh, we'll probably have to go up to a 10 out of 12 majority as opposed to a seven out of 12 majority. And it would take a year to be in effect. Anything that's kind of that size, but um, scheduling things like that, 
Uh, there was something else I thought of the other day that could come up, but uh, with prize payout. Sleeper. <laughs> yeah, uh, sleeper would take a 10, 12, majority. <laughs> you guys, I know you guys make fun of sleeper, but like even Jacob said today, there are some pros on it that he found compared there, to the other. There are two pros. The chat's really good, um, and as I learned on Yahoo today when I was trying to submit my waivers for Championship Weekend and trying to get both Mike Boone and Alexander Madison, that you cannot submit two different dollar amounts on a waiver claim for one player in Yahoo, and that fucking blows as a sleeper you get. And like I said, I think sleeper is always trying to get better, um, so it's not one that I'm going to want to switch. It also makes my life a lot easier and is the one who has to do a lot of background stuff to keep things moving, especially in the Dynasty. Yeah, we're going to be in sleeper. They invest well. I, I might, to get you guys all convinced, might buy you guys all a mascot. I've been thinking about that as a Christmas present to you all. Uh, if they come out with a Colts one, I will probably do it for sure so that Jacob can have his Colts. Please God do. And just I just want him, a horse. I just want to get you a Colts, get uh, Tom a Raven, uh, get uh, Brad uh, a, a film recorder, you know, for the Patriots. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, Spygate 2.0. So, yeah, so leave us the notes in the comments if you guys have any rule changes you want to bring up. Uh, like I said, we'll probably bring these up. Uh, in the summer, we uh, will give you guys a deadline to kind of submit them. Then I'll send them out to everyone. Everyone will have about two, three weeks to kind of read over them, get their thoughts about it, just so that no one shows up and kind of last minute's like, what? What are we doing? Uh, and then we'll vote on them probably the same day as a rookie part, as the rookie draft and the um, hopefully the Bombers game. And we'll make a day out of oh, it. Yeah. We'll have a bit of a party. Uh, hopefully, Sid and I have a house by then and we can just do it there. Hopefully. Big hopes. Yeah. Right? So, um, with that being said, we're going to move on now. Oh, we're going to do a quick little playoff recap here. Yeah. So, uh, playoffs? Playoffs. 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 We are going to talk about playoffs a little bit. So, like I said, didn't have podcast last week. So, we're going to really quickly recap week 14, which was a busy, busy week. We'll go Toilet Bowl side first. Uh, in or we're going back to week 14. Week okay, 14. We're going to real sense. quick hammer through these. Uh, in the round one of the Toilet Bowl, uh, I beat Martineau by 30 points meaning i got to survive get to live another day um have the number two party had aaron jones look on your team bud oh aaron jones on his team what isn't he on habib's team right 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 so i don't know who could have seen that coming i don't know who could have seen that was gonna be a bad trade um and brad beat coco by uh, almost 50 points so brad and i escaped the toilet bowl uh Mm. in the first round which meant that marty had to play trevor and jameson had to play coco um so then we go to the first round of the actual playoffs. Uh, a couple of big games. Um, the first one here was the Injury Bowl. Kieran and Sid went to a whopping 126 to 118. Yeah. Almost every single person in that toilet bowl week one. Uh, Trevor got 108 I... and Coco got 114. Everyone else in the league would have beat them. The fact that I beat Sid in the other quarterfinal by 32 and then lost made me extremely fucking aggravated. Yep. <laughs> Don't like it at all. I'm still mad. I'd at least be in the third place game. I'm very aggravated. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sid, uh, you know what? Her team, system didn't, sucks. her team didn't show up, but neither did Kieran's. And sometimes that happens in fantasy no, football. Kieran's team showed up. Kieran's... Kieran had three starters get injured in the middle of the game. Right. And so <laughs> Sid with a little bit of luck there and got to kind of pull through with it. And then in – oh, this is – we've had a lot of tilting games this year. This .12 comes up. .12, .08 was earlier this season. Uh, Jacob lost by one whole point, 1.08 points. But I think this might be more tilting Fuck than anything because it's the playoffs – 
and because this game went to overtime. Jacob, do you want to give us a quick little highlight of your... So, uh, I didn't watch much of this game. I was at the Board of Governors uh, holiday dinner, and I was just trying to, like, sneak check my phone um, throughout courses. And every time I would check, I noticed that Carson Wentz either had less points than he had before or marginally more. And I was like, this is great. And then Tom starts texting me, um, and he's like, dude, like, looks like you're going to the semis. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. We're not jinxing it. We're not jinxing it. Because, um, like, I fucking hate garbage time, and I was so scared it was going to happen. And then the drive at the end of the third quarter, Wentz hands it off to Boston Scott for a touchdown. And I go, perfect. Like, there was one of the two touchdowns they might get. It was a rushing touchdown. I did the math, and I'm base- and I look at it, and I'm basically like, okay, with a quarter left, Wentz needs to throw over 125 yards or it was like 175 yards and two touchdowns. There's no way that's happening. And I texted Tom at that moment, Sammy's baby, we did it. And um, then my phone died. So I got on the bus and uh, I got home about 40 minutes later. I plugged my phone in and I now see that I'm only up by five and that the game is tied and that we're about to go into overtime. And I went, well, fuck. And then, uh, yeah, that was, if if any number of things would have happened, such as if I started, like, any of my best players, um, I think my my lineup uh, percentage was, like, 72% or something horrific, um, then, then I could have gotten it. But, uh, Beeb, you earned it, and uh, I guess the joy was short-lived. Yeah. So, uh, that was definitely a tilting game, and it didn't matter much as... Uh, we look ahead to this week. So, um, in the fifth place game, you ended up losing to Karen. Um, yeah. The, so, by the way, like I didn't really check much. Um, had I cared about that game, like it would have been a massive comeback. And the around four p.m., I think I was projected like one ninety eight to one twenty. Yeah. And then like uh, it just massively turned around. Um, I don't care, but congrats, yeah. Karen. Karen, yeah, congrats. You got a, a nice little win to end off your season. I hope it makes your boys feel good going into next year. Oh, I know um, why it turned around. He had the Vikings D. Oh right. <laughs> Right. And I had Melvin, who kept fumbling. The yeah. And then we go on. so tilting if that game mattered. My players between Melvin and Henry gave his defense three fumbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tilting. That would have been really aggravating. <laughs> uh, and then we'll go over the toilet bowl uh, this past week of the toilet bowl. Uh, sorry, seventh place game. I legitimately murdered Brad Henderson in the seventh place game, mm-hmm. uh, which makes me feel real shitty because had things broken my way a little bit more. Had you designed a normal fantasy football setup? I would have beaten Sid in the uh, quarterfinals, and I would have beaten Adam in the semifinals. Well, no, in Sid the finals. have been in the in Sorry, the I would have beaten Kieran. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, well, I mean, Marty would have been there, and I also would have beaten Martineau. No, no, I'm saying, had you had you just set up, like, a standard two-division league... Well, I mean... Which is what, like, okay. all but fantasy the football point is. is you if would have Sid, been a sixth seed, you would have beaten Habib. Yeah. If Sid beats you and doesn't lose by nine points in week well, well, 13... Well, that's Tyler Lockett could have caught a if pass. If Tyler Lockett pretty much catches <laughs> two or three passes... Uh, I get you, in if there. You give a Tyler a reception. I beat Marty. I beat Adam, and I'm in the finals. But I, I'm happy for Sid. Are you gonna uh, write a so, children's book called "If You Give a Tyler a Touchdown"? Oh my god, I should. Um, if you give a Tyler a touchdown, Austin wins in the quarters. And if Austin wins in the quarters, then... Austin would pay for Minneapolis. If <laughs> yeah. Austin pays for Minneapolis. He doesn't have student debt, and it's great. Yeah. But instead, uh, we have to wait a bit longer to buy a house at Sid Kedia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I eviscerated uh, Hendo. 
uh, in the seventh place game. Not that that one matters, but uh, in what was two really close games, Jameson did everything in his power to try and lose this game this week. Like he really tried to fuck every, it up. Everything he could. Um, only scored 121 points, but Coco's team. Brutal. Oh, well, with, you started David and Joku, who didn't play. Which I think was a late scratch. It was Late-ish. a coach's decision. Yeah. You started um, David Johnson, who... That's that's rough. David Johnson's... It's <laughs> unfortunate. Um, Michael Gallup did nothing in the game. That's got to be told. Like, they scored 44 points. Yep. Amari Cooper was going against Jalen Ramsey. So you yep. think Michael Gallup's going to have a big game? Remember, I predicted, I was like, Michael Gallup's going to yep. be a fantasy league winner. I was very wrong. He had one catch for six yards. Which, who, where did they even get those points from? Like, Zeke had a decent day, I know. Zeke had a massive day. Witten had a good day. Yep. Uh, but Cobb didn't do anything either. They didn't throw anything to wide receivers. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't have it. Like, you had Devontae Parker had a good day. Philip Rivers was brutal. Like, overall, it just, it just the things didn't break your way. David Njoku being a late scratch sucked. But, like, you look at Jameson's team, and he tried to give it to you. Like, Derrick Henry had a bad day. Singletary didn't do much. Kenny G didn't do much. Hooper didn't do much. Zach Pascal was okay, but Curtis Samuel and John, and John Brown did bleh, didn't do anything. Like, wow. Listen, they put up 40. That's actually insane. So the Cowboys put up 44 points. Their entire wide receiver core, except for Tavon Austin, combined for 22 yards on three catches. Yep. Yep. Then Tavon had 59. Zeke had a huge game. Jarwin and Witten combined for a big game. That's bizarre. Yeah, and like it was just shocking to me that that happened. But yeah, Jameson, congratulations! You get to tank. You get to rebuild. Uh, I hope you enjoy your first round pick next. Oh, Wait. that's unfortunate. Is that your first round pick? That's your first round pick. Oh wait, that's Brad's. my first round pick. Thanks, Jameson. You don't have to wear a clown costume, but I get your first round pick. Excited for that. And in the other toilet pool game, as we mentioned earlier, Trevor Parrish, his three and ten team, he did it. Comes out, he did it, and he obliterated over the bench and just spanks him. Patrick yeah. Mahomes had a great game, but Philip Lindsay did nothing. Lashawn McCoy no. did nothing. No. Godwin got hurt. Bells. Hooper did nothing. Oh, Hooper. AJ Brown's his best piece. Uh, Debo Samuel came back down to earth. Sammy Watkins at least had a productive day. <laughs> that Rams D continues to fuck him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> minus Rams four. Minus four. Hey, Marty, stop starting the Rams D. You'd be better off with no D. Yeah. Marlon Mack, 1.9 points in like 11 carries for 19 yards. As a Colts fan, how does that make you feel? Uh, I, I, it was a bad game. It was a bad game. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, on the other side, Trevor's. Joe Mixon is a good piece. Joe Mixon is someone I would buy in every dynasty league. If Trevor hears this, I'm going to go try and buy Joe Mixon from him this offseason. Because I think Joe Mixon bounces back. AP, turning back clocks. Shepard turns back. Like, I don't know. All i got to say is, Trevor, you avoided the clown costume. You have the best odds at the number one pick. Yeah. You're in the great spot. And so, definitely excited for you. Four first. Yeah. And the other games this week. And things went really well for him with... with um. Like, me losing went perfect. It went as good as he could in the mm-hmm. other bracket because mm-hmm. um, with me losing mm-hmm. two in a row and then Habib losing against Tom, mm-hmm. that that's he has both of our picks. So that okay. sets him up even better in the, the first yep. round. And, yeah. It really now he's looking at one five seven nine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because Adam would be higher than Habib. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and those other games there, uh, the – the destroying machine that is Tom Tipple, who put up the top score of the season that was in the semifinals. Insane. 240 points. Like you talk about that was the Megazord luck, team. But, like, Zeke. He didn't even really have touchdown luck. Lamar, like Kelsey, Lamar put up, had, Kelsey put up 25 without a touchdown. 
DJ Moore put up 20 without a touchdown. Lamar Jackson had five. Zeke had two. Julio had two. Um, like, like yeah, Cooper like some of them one. went off, but Raheem man. had one. But like, shout out Drew Brees. You know what a great game! Four touchdowns. Like he had nine touchdowns from his quarterbacks. That's that. That's, that's thirty six points alone. Yeah. Like that's what will do it. But yeah, like Adam, man, or not Adam, Habib, like not even a bad week. Not a bad week. He finished fourth. That's the funniest thing. He finished fourth in scoring in the semifinals. He scored one seventy one, and that was the fourth highest score in the semifinals. Wow. Well, it was a high scoring yeah, week. It was, yeah. but still, like, yeah, Habib, man, good. Better luck next year. Good you run. don't have a first round pick next year. No, but your team's like pretty to, young. I, think, I like to it? see that. I can't yeah. wait to fucking win the division next year and not have to deal with it. And then the other game in the upset of the year. Uh, you know what? This is why you don't let teams get buys. Adam's team fell asleep. Let Sid's team come out and just punch him in the face. A uh, lot of touchdown luck. I will have to agree with Jacob on this. Trey Cohen, decent game. Brashad Perryman. <laughs> Man, having Mike Evans and Chris Godwin go down, and they had one other Brashad, guy go down. Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller went Brashad down. Is Brashad Perryman, Perryman a league winner? Uh, he. I'm starting Brashad Perryman in my fantasy finals in my league. After I'm, I think how I met, I won last week while benching him. Thank yeah. God. Uh, I have yeah, him, I think he's a week He's winner. on both my teams that I'm in the finals for, and I'm hoping that's the thing. Terry McLaurin took advantage of that Philly secondary for the second time yeah. this season. He loves Philly. Saquon finally is alive. Like, the fact that – we'll talk about the second. Ugh. The fact that Sid got I, there I with Saquon. I in one league, and the fact that he did that one week after I was eliminated, he can go fuck himself. I but, like, Sid, Tyler Lockett's alive. It's no longer his retirement party. Yeah. Eight for nine. Like, it was just a great, great week. Adam put up a great fight. Bad week for Jar- Jarvis Landry to come back down to earth. Tom Brady, I think the biggest issue with uh, Adam's team, and we'll discuss this later, but I think his quarterbacks just weren't good enough. Aaron, like Aaron Rodgers, Watch. play, play, cut. Like, play, play, cut. He, if I, if I'm someone, I'm trying to move on from him and Tom Brady. Washed. Like Tom Brady's like aggressively washed. Dwayne Haskins would have been a better play this week for him, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to fault them for not starting Dwayne Haskins. No, I'm not. But. uh <laughs> Yeah, no, so that was kind of the playoff recap here. So we're going to do a look ahead here. We've got three games we're going to cover because the rest don't matter. And the first game here is the Shit King, also yep. known as Clown Season. Uh, you get a nice little trophy. Did you see the trophy actually yet? Oh, uh, look the, at that. The one That's Sleeper beautiful. gives you. It's Lovely. a piece of poop in a toilet bowl, and it says Clown Season with a clown emoji at the end. And Sleeper will give that to you free of charge if you lose this game. And this wow, game well, so nice. is um, featuring the, shockingly enough, the six and seven, Daniel Jones is the goats against the seven and six team Courtney Gabriel. To think if if the Raven if the Rams D had scored one point, yep, in uh, in week thirteen or week twelve, 12 yep, he would have been in the playoffs. And Instead, now you're a shit king. You are playing for the shit and king. And you trade away Aaron Jones. Yeah, because you are a shit king. So. Um, we've looked at these games. We don't want to look at them lizard. for too, too long. He's a shit king um, with a lizard king. Really quick. <laughs> the lizard king will take him to the glory land here. <laughs> shit. The, the, the lizard king is a sure way to become a shit king. Yeah. If he uh, if he loses the game, I might have to buy him a lizard king shirt. Because that would be <laughs> hilarious. So, um, so I think this game, um, real quick, uh, some big things to know about this game. Marty just lost Chris Godwin. Likely for the season, which yeah. means for sure for this week. Yeah, we lost um, our god. And so he just put up 93 points. <sighs> Where's the path to avoiding clown season for Nick Martino? Well, the path is Coco's team. 
the path is going. And on the flip side, Team IR. <laughs> like It's rough out there. It's real it's rough. rough. <laughs> I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has a great game for Coco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Josh Jacobs is going to need to play, which is questionable. Yeah, I don't know. About that like, <laughs> And you look at her bench like... She can play Burkhead, I guess. Alshon Jeffries on the IR now. Stop playing David Johnson. Kyle Rudolph better be in there. The 49ers defense should hopefully show up. But, like, her team is so injured. Like, it's going to be tough for her to find points unless she's on the waiver wire. And on the flip side, Martino doesn't have a second quarterback. Like, Daniel Jones isn't going to play. Marcus Mariota's not the starter. I think Daniel Jones is going to play. No, also, right. David Blau. He has David Blau. No, he doesn't have David Blau. Oh no, that was, that was that was right. That was Jameson. I'm looking at last week's matchup. Yeah, but like Tuesday, you right? look at even here, unless he's like he's got Daniel. I think Daniel Jones plays. He was practicing all last week. Marty's team is a little bit more injured than you'd think. Um, oh yeah, Marvin Jones is on IR. Yeah, and Godwin's so, on IR. Yeah, and so this Danny is going to be, this is gonna be an injury bowl. Uh, yeah, it's and rough. It's this is a be, very toilety toilet bowl. This is exactly what toilet bowl is there for. But again, you don't want to finish last. Or else you're going to the Bombers game in a clown costume and a sign yeah. that says, I suck at fantasy football. Yeah. And if you do not make it on the Jumbotron, when we go back after the game, loser. the beers are on you. You're buying yeah, the case and we're splitting it. So, yeah. hey, may the best man or woman win. Yep. One of you probably makes a cute clown. And one, one of you is Marty. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, um, we'll look at the third place game here, uh, which is going to take place between Adam and Lindsay Habib. This one doesn't have a clown costume riding on it. Instead, it has your money back. $75 yeah. on the line here. So, um, quick pick? Quick pick. I haven't even looked at them, but I'm going to go Habib. Uh, I'm going to lean Habib, but I think it's going to be a tight game. should yeah. be really competitive. Um, Habib. Two, two of the best teams through the whole season, yeah. so um, it should be a battle. I think this really comes down to, for Habib's team, um, is... How well his quarterbacks play? Wentz and Russell Wilson have both been uh, brutal in the like, second half of the season, except yeah. for one quarter of Wentz. Yeah, and that's one, the thing is like one very annoying quarter. Here's the shocking thing: What's Russell Wilson on the year without looking? What quarterback? Uh, I'm going to guess he's QB eight. He's QB three. What? Yeah, that must have been. All that is early how season. good he's been. I don't early think he's season. been any good. For and like how six unpredictable weeks. the rest of the quarterbacks have been this season yeah. because he's been QB three. He's been QB wow. three because. Uh, Jason and Mike on the fantasy footballers had a bet he wouldn't be a top 12 and he has been outside the top 12 more often than not in the last few weeks, but he will not fall because of how much of a lead he had and because no one else is stepping up. And so it really comes down to which quarterback shows up um, for Habib because Carson Wentz is quarterback 10 on the year. Oh, he also put up a lot of early season stats before yeah. his entire receiving core got hurt. Yeah, and that's the thing is they're they're leaning on I don't even Ward is that his name? Greg Ward. Did you Greg know he was a Ward. He's a rookie as a quarterback out of Houston. Yeah, he's on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers negotiation list. Oh, that's the kind of shit I like. Yeah, good Eagles boy. But on the flip side, Pollock has the quarterback number eight of Aaron Rodgers. He's eight. He's eight. How is everyone? How are all these shitty quarterbacks? And Tom, good? And Tom Brady is quarterback. He's got to be like I don't know, like thirty-seven. Thirteen. Okay, what? Why? He was in the top twelve most of the season. Okay, what? I'm actually very confused. Did that many quarterbacks get hurt? I guess Stafford was up there. He got hurt. Uh huh. Mahomes was hurt for a while. You know, it's uh. Here we're gonna take a quick segment break here. Jacob, you are going to guess the oh top twelve. Don't look. Oh. Don't look. Top twelve quarterbacks. Go. You kind of know the first picks. You're looking. Okay. I uh, like. I would have got. I only saw the first five, and I'm sure I would have got those anyway. Yeah. So um. Okay. So Lamar, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I would bet Mahomes is still in there, even though he missed some time. I'm going for top ten. So you're just gonna name top ten names. He's number seven. Okay. 
Um, Josh Allen's got to be in there. Josh Allen is number eight. Sean Watson. Sean be Watson is number two. Um, I'm going to say, well, you, you named Wilson and Wentz. Wilson is number four and Wentz is number ten. Jameis has got to be in there. Jameis is number five. I'm going to guess that Cousins is on the edge. Cousins is number 11, speaking of edge, uh, by point three of a point. Whew. So, like, I'll give Dax you... Dak's got to be in there. Dak's number three. Um, You're missing number six? No, you already... Well, yeah, I said that, but six and nine. Nice. Nice. Um, Six and nine, hey? Yep. Let's see here. One of them's playing in the semifinal match, or in this third place game. Oh, well, right, Rogers. Rogers is number six. And number nine? Um... Or no, I guess he missed a game, so probably not him. The starting quarterback? Wait, I'm gonna wait, wait. Okay, I I'm thinking of. Hmm. Um, I'm going to. Okay, I got my first guess. If I had to guess, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G is number fourteen. Okay, how He's... about uh, Drew Brees? Oh, I thought you. No, that. no, no! Right, he he, he was missed injured. Time. He missed time. He He's missed also time. still in the top twenty somehow. Wow. He's the starting quarterback of the second score, highest scoring team of our league last week. Um, oh, be, Kyler. He's still Kyler in there. Instincts. Okay, the wow. Kyler Instincts and Kyler Murray he's, is quarterback he's nine. for like three weeks. I thought he had fallen he out. He is quarterback okay. nine. He's only got a two-point lead on Kirk for the top ten. But, again, uh, I'm going to give you a quarterback, and you have to tell me if they're top 15 or not. Okay. Uh, Derek Carr? I feel like he is. He is 16. Um... Uh, Jared Goff? No. No, he is 18. Philip Rivers? Mm, no. He is 15. Wow. Philip Rivers and how terrible he's been. Wow. He's quarterback 15 on the season. Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, obviously he's not in the top 15. Okay. Mitch Trubisky's a bad quarterback. Like a uh, real bad quarterback. We're going to we're gonna quickly... Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot now for... for uh, you want to do running backs or wide receivers? I'll do the running backs here. Are any of them playing in this game? Okay. Actually... Yeah. Yeah, let's do. You know what? No, you know what? Be more fun. What? We're gonna do the top twelve tight ends. Oh, I can do that in my sleep. Okay, so name name the top twelve tight ends. Uh, tight end number one on the year is Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Tight end number two on the year is Mark Andrews. No. What is he? He's five. He's five. Okay. They're gonna um, laugh so hard when you find out who found their fucking way up to number two. Oh God. Austin Hooper. Sorry, Austin Hooper's number two. No. He uh, fell. He was number one. Oh, I guess he got injured for a bit. Six. He's six. Okay, he fell that far. I'm just going to put is it that, out Is there. Zach Ertz number two? <laughs> no, number two is not number two four weeks ago, and it is Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Tight end two is, on the season. He his way up wow. to number two. So it's it's Kelsey, Ertz, yeah. uh, Kittle's three then. He's four. He's he missed four. some time to injury. Right. So then Waller's three? Yeah. Yeah, Waller. Him, Waller, Waller, Andrews, Kittle, Andrews, and Hooper. then Hooper six. Now you got the back twelve six. This oh. is gnarly. Okay, back six. Um, I'm gonna guess based on some big weeks. Gerald Everett is still in the top twelve. Uh, he is absolutely not. He's number twenty. Is Higby in the top twelve? <laughs> he is. He's number okay. ten. Okay, I figured one of them would be. <laughs> That's why Higby's the good play. I'm telling you. Um. Other tight ends that are actually relevant. Kyle Rudolph is in the top twelve, and it's gross. He's number twelve. He's that's gross. He has a two point there. lead on Goddard. Um, yeah, I know because Goddard's oh, almost in there. No, I knew Goddard was thirteen. Okay. I knew he was out because he's on my team, and I just right. looked at them. I have to look at my tight ends. Is Evan Ingram? No, Evan Ingram can't still be in the top twelve. No, is he? he's fourteen right okay. behind Goddard. Um, 
I need to just look at some, like, names. There's some gross people in here. Um, There's one pretty obvious one you're missing. Who's an obvious one? Um, this is when you, like, tell me O.J. Howard might actually it's be not No. Um, who is... Who am I missing that's pretty obvious? Um, they're on my team. They're, they're my starting team? tight end. Oh, and I can't look at your team. I was just looking at who people are playing at tight end. Double check who are tight ends. Is Noah Fant a top 12 tight end? He's not. He's 15. Okay. Uh, that one was surprising me. I know uh, Sid's tight end has dropped out. Okay. Hunter Henry is yeah. still a top 12 yeah, tight end. Yeah, that's number nine. Wow. Wow. He's been injured half the season, and that's disgusting. Um, All right. You're, you're on your last strike here. Get 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 the rest of them right, or I'm just... Oh, my God. I'm looking at who everyone... eight, and 11. I'm, miss, I'm looking at who everyone's starting at tight end. Eight I legitimately is cringy can't as find fuck, them. by the way. I can't even find okay. who... I'll just say, so seven is Jared Cook. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. I'm going to say 11 first, because it's less cringy. 11 is Greg Olson, even though he's been hurt. Really? Okay, yeah, I can see that backing his way. Eight is Jason Witten. Oh! Jason Witten, a top ten. Anyways. <laughs> the point being, um, there's been some real, real interesting things that have happened here. Um, but yeah, back to our third place game. Uh, I think this game comes down to quarterbacks of Habib and of um, Adam. I think whichever yeah. quarterback plays better will be fine. I think Khabib has the edge on position players, but not by much. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's that recap there that we think. Sorry for Diverd taking a slight detour to find out who the top 12 players are. We will recap those guys at the end of the year and see who has what and see who gets the power rankings Hell yeah. at the end of the year based on how they did this year. But now, can we get a drum roll, please? Championship game. Championship game. The first annual sleeper frozen tundra dynasty finals is being played between the underdogs the away team the cheese and packers they're underdogs which is owned by sydney Sydney cadia and chris joss fun fact chris joss didn't know they made the semifinals last week at volleyball (laughs) <laughs> Sid had to tell him. So I don't know if he knows they're in the finals. So Sid's team. Hey, Chris, you're in the finals, bud. Yeah. Congrats. Against Positive Tilt Regression, IMBQ, yeah. Tom Tipple, the definite favorites, the hometown, <laughs> the home team. Um, so what we're going to... You know fucking congrats, though, Sid. The fact like, you got in there, it took a particular set of circumstances, but you're here. They you earned the hell out of it last week. And... Yeah. Uh, and and I, I think the journey ends. The rules are the rules, and she played with them. Here's a fun fact, okay? Without looking at what I got on my screen, yeah. where did they pick in the draft? Um, I, actually, I think they were first. First and second. Anna, or Sid had the first pick, and Tom had the second pick. Wow. Yeah, and the uh, third pick, ironically enough, might be who wins the third place game with Adam. Yeah, that's so, true. So, well, maybe we just predicted that when we hit random on the thing. So Who's fourth? Uh, fourth was uh, Hendo, so that's where it falls apart. But mm. you were fifth. Yeah, so. but I didn't use that well. I drafted no. Odell Beckham. And yeah, so I just pulled this up real quick of who drafted what. Um, just looking at kind of how this started off early for them and how they got to this point. Um, Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, and Deshaun Watson. Uh, first three picks for Sid, uh, and we'll go we'll go to top four here, real quick. Um, and Calvin Ridley. I bet I can guess Tom's first four pick. Okay. And, and this will be hard to guess because he's traded them all away, I think. Yep. Uh, I think his first pick was Kamara. Yep. His second pick, I believe, was Ertz. No, it was Kelsey. Yep. Then his third pick was Ertz. Yep. And then his fourth pick was 
Um, Lamar. Was it? No. His fifth pick was Lamar. We're going to go down to the final five. Sony Michelle was his fourth pick. Lamar was a better pick. Lamar was fifth, yeah. and Jared Goff was fifth for Sid. So you look at the top five and how they kind of built their team around. I think one of the smart things that Tom did here, taking those two tight ends, we've talked about Michelle. that. Man, those two tight ends, he ended up being able to trade those. The fact that ransom. he traded Ertz for Cup was a big win. And yeah. Ertz eventually got good again, but, yeah, but poor, poor Andrew really fucked himself on the Ertz straights. The poor dude drafted him or traded for him when he was high, sold him when he was low. That is one oh one on how yeah. to do. I mean, Andrew did pick uh, Cooper Cup almost a whole round in a bit later. Yeah, and then traded him for Ertz. But traded him for <laughs> Ertz. So he yeah. did trade up to a yeah. guy that was drafted yeah. earlier. But, um, yeah, I think early on, I think this really shows how they got here. Uh, one, Sid has done it on the back of her quarterbacks. Yeah. I think she's got some of the best one-two quarterback punches in the league. On the flip side is that Tom's got the best quarterback this yeah. year. He's got Lamar Jackson. Have you heard? By the way, and I cannot wait to watch Tom's face. So the Patriots play on Saturday. Yeah. If the Patriots lose, yeah, the Ravens are guaranteed the number one seed. And yeah. Harborough has come out and said Griffin. he will bench his players as soon Start as they Griffin. lock the one seed. But if you if if that happens and Lamar is benched for week sixteen of the fantasy championship season, <laughs> big time tilt. How much the whole community is big sideways tilting. I mean, so, Tom, Tom's got to add RG three. He's already got him. He's got already, Yeah, okay, he's already okay, got him. Okay. I saw him pick him up last week. That's and, smart because he was worried about his thigh. Yeah, but yeah, if the Pats lose, you're already worried about his thigh. You don't play Lamar. Of course not. And Why? even if they do play Lamar, there's a legitimate possibility that it gets half. pulled at half. Yeah. So if you're Tom, I guess I think that I would say is the pull and half thing didn't scare him as much because if they pull him at half, that means they're up by three touchdowns, yeah. and that means that Lamar probably got them three touchdowns. Mm. And so, you know, does that cap your upside if you're not getting a forty point Lamar game? Mm. Sure. But like, if they're up by so much that they can pull him at halftime or in the third quarter, it means he's probably at least already gotten you twenty or twenty five points, mm -hmm. and it's certainly not a disaster. Yeah. Um. Some other things I'm looking at this real quick. I think it's just it shows how they got there. He did on the basis of trading. Yeah. And I have to say. Sid actually drafted extremely well. Yeah. Like, yeah. you look at her team for the future. Again, Saquon, short of Melvin Gordon, but Saquon, Deshaun Watson, Calvin Ridley, Jared Goff, Tyler Lockett, TJ Hawkinson, first seven picks, six to seven picks, teams, are all young. Teams in really good shape. I, yeah. I mean, I think, like, the fact that they that they squeaked in based on the circumstances this year and then through the first round yep. are, are a miracle. Yeah. But then it's, that's what happens yeah. in fantasy. That's... Like, she kind of tripped and fell her way to the top to the semis, yeah. but then put up an awesome performance. Mm -hmm. I don't think I, I would pick Tom, but it, anything could happen in fantasy. Mm -hmm. She could totally win. Lamar could tear his ACL in the first play. Yeah. So, I mean, totally Sid can win this thing, and that's fantasy. I mean, I think she's set up really well for the future, so I don't think she's a team that needs to win this year, that mm -hmm. she's all in for this year. But if Sid and Chris pull this off, mm -hmm. hell, good for them. That's a hell of a run. Um, so I went and looked. Um, the next question I had is, what do you think was their best move? getting here and mm. tom's will be a lot harder and i went and looked and actually didn't realize this trade i think one of the best moves for sid uh that she made all season uh a she was active on the waivers when she had to be she yeah. got the right picks like that perryman pickup for example like you said you would have beat it but like she oh, got yeah. them she got the ones she yeah. needed and a lot of hers were off draft but uh actually a trade she made with you that i think you lost hard but i know you parlayed it in something else but she traded most new for a second Oh, I have no idea. And she was for a second and a third. Yeah, but the yeah. point is that she got out of Mosinu 
who is not somebody that you would start right now, yeah, and got an asset for it. I actually thought she had traded for a player and had forgotten this, but I think that again, she set up for the long term. But being in this finals and not having to think about playing Mosunu, I think is one of her best moves. And because the, the only other major move she made is what I would say is her worst move, considering she's in the finals, is losing Melvin Gordon, and getting Juju. Juju's not going to probably yeah. play this week. It's very unlikely. And I don't think you'd want to and start him if he did. Coming no. Off an injury. And, but I mean, if you're in the finals, you kind of got to throw him out and hope looking at her team. Mm. But Melvin I mean, Gordon. Who, who, you'd bench, who would you bench for Juju? Um, can't bench Witten. Like, you'd bench Westbrook? I wouldn't. Potentially. It depends who they're playing. I can't remember who they're playing. You'd have to tell me that. But the point is, uh, yeah, that Sid's best move, I think, that got her here was actually getting out of Sunu and stopped playing him in her lineup because Ridley and Sunu were hit or miss. And so she's gotten some other pieces in there now, uh, like Bashard Perryman. Um, that's really what's got her to this point. Uh, a couple lucky weeks. And that, hey, again, that's all it takes is a little bit of luck here and there. Um, yeah, I mean, well, with Sid, she didn't make any trades where she added pieces. So it'd be hard for me to say what a best move is a trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think her best move is picking up Perriman off the waivers because yep. Perriman's like, I would rank him as a top 10 wide receiver this week. Yeah, and he's. I, mean, she didn't, I guess she didn't technically need him to win last week because she ended up putting up a ton of points. But if but like, you but did if, the math, say Adam picks him or something. So, I mean, um, and I would say that, like, she, like, for one week, mm-hmm. you can expect probably Mike Evans, Chris Godwin level production out of him. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's basically an RB and a wide receiver one from nowhere that she gets to put into her lineup against Thomas Week. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think that was the best move she made for sure. I think she also picked up Jason Witten. Yeah, that uh, was a good pick. In up. December and she needed a tight end. Yeah. She picked uh Cameron Braid is a backup, but like yeah, no, overall she made the smart moves when she needed to and has kind of just been able to sit back and enjoy the rest of the time. I also think she stopped stressing, which helped. Mm. As a boyfriend of her I, <laughs> it's uh, it helped my life. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the Melvin trade, I hope that one doesn't come back to bite her. Cause it'd be mm-hmm. nice to have, be able to start Melvin this week, but, yeah. um, so that's like a Tom, Tom Tom's Tom? best move. Well, Tom's best move. I, I mean, he made plenty. Like I, it's hard to just find the right, but move. I, I think it started, I, I I'm going to go with just the first one. I think it was the he made 37 fucking trades. Yeah. I just clicked on this. Like, I think Tom made plenty of good ones, but I, I tend to think that like, the most crucial moves you make are a lot of times they're early in the season because how often do how like how often do you see the team that is in worst place in the standings win a trade? Like it's it's not it happens. Yeah. But it doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in Dynasty usually, it happens more because you get some win wins. Well, but I don't mean I don't mean like a player for pick trade. I'm mm-hmm. saying like if it's just if you're looking just at a player for player mm-hmm. trade, it seems like it's pretty rare that the team that's in the worst mm-hmm. position wins it because usually they need depth more and the other teams need stars. See, more. and I think like you so look I think when Tom made that Ertz for Cup trade yeah. and then at least for a while there Cup was like top five wide receiver, yeah. no questions asked. And then Ertz for a while there sucked ass. Yeah. Like that set up his team on the right track. Because he right moved Cup, didn't he? Or does he still Yeah have he cup? ended up he, well he has Cup back, but he, he moved him. He moved Cup and, and got but bit. he but yeah. he got cut he sold Cup at his high point. Yeah. And bought back Cup at a lower point. Yeah. And so that's again. That's just a smart trading. There is that he moved Ertz, um, sold him high. Ertz got bad. Ertz ended up getting better, but did that and Cup got rid of him when he's high and got him back. Um, and so you said like a lot of those player players don't tend to work out. Like you look at again that Sid and Lindsay trade. Of Sid was in a lower spot, wanted to build for next year and traded Juju for Melvin. 
that trade made total was a win-win trade at the time. I mean, I super With, disagree. Well, Juju sucks. Okay, so you think Juju sucks, but in in theory, young wide receiver, older running back. Well, he's a 25-year-old running back. But the point Juju is, is horrible. Um, I think still Juju's great. But you look at it now, and it's kind of lose-lose because, again, it's a 25-year-old older running back where we don't know where his future is, so that's not always fun. Well, not only, I mean, and then Gordon turned into Bell, so it's Bell. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I mean, I think, like, I, 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 I don't think you can go in hindsight your way out of saying that any win-now trade is bad because I no. think that, like, most teams that make win-now trades aren't going to win. Like, I think, yeah. like, if you go back and look through – Every single team that a trade make, that a team makes to increase their odds to win a title in the current year, mm-hmm. like it's like, well, yeah, like your your goal is to increase your chances to win. You did, and it didn't work out. Okay. Most yeah. of the time, it won't work out. I mean, that's the risk of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't blame Lindsay Wait, for that you, trade. And also, do you do you, for another one? Do you regret trading Carson for Andrews first? I know there's other pieces in that trade, but that's Carson for Andrews. Well, oh, you and I. Oh, you and I. Oh God, no. Like you, you hundred percent was that was to help you get better. Yeah. You end up getting sixth. But I'm not. But I'm still not upset about that. I think Carson's good. The, the trades, the trade that I regret most for sure, and like there's trades that obviously look bad in hindsight. Like was it the like trade the Damian that Williams roast? trade sucks. Um, was it the stupider than anything I've ever done trade? <laughs> the <what>? OBJ trade. <laughs> oh no, it wouldn't even be that one because I was Wait, I was. Jacob, yeah, what was your worst trade you ever? Oh, I the one I regret. It's it's funny because Lindsay keeps texting about. Oh, I wish you, like you shouldn't have traded away Zeke. I'm I'm very happy, especially now that I lost. That I traded away Zeke for Carson and the and the mm-hmm. Brad pick because mm-hmm. I'd still rather have Carson and DeAndre Swift or whoever else I got in the third pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I regret trading for Zeke in the first place because then I could have kept Derrick Henry and Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had Zach Ertz and Derrick Henry, then mm-hmm. then I would I, I I can't imagine that I wouldn't have ended up in at least. At least in the third place game with that, yeah. so or in the finals probably because of the seeding. So that that's the one that I, I definitely regret. Yeah. So we're gonna look ahead here. Uh, the issue with filming on a on uh, this day of Tuesday is that we don't get as easy of a job of looking ahead at people. But um, what is Sid's path to winning here? It's week seventeen. I'm gonna read out a few of our matchups. We've got Deshaun Watson at Tampa. That's that's. I think path. Deshaun Watson needs to score a minimum thirty. And he could. And he could score 40, yeah. 45 against this. He has to go out and have a great game. Like, she's got some good matchups here. And so she's got to exploit those. Tariq Cohen against Kansas. Like, he has to have a oh, check down game. Oh, that's going to be big because Kansas City doesn't give anything up to wide receivers. Nope. It's all tight ends and running backs. Yeah. They don't have any tight ends. So I, I don't think that Miller and Robinson are going to be able to carry the offense like they have been doing the last mm-hmm. little while. So I, I think Cohen, like, if I was to give you over under Cohen seven and a half catches. Mm-hmm. I'll take the over. Like I think he's, I think we're. Talking, I think he PPRs his way to the win. It's gonna be. It, he could do the James White against Houston type of mm-hmm. of game where it could be like a really spammy fourth quarter where mm-hmm. it's like twelve catches for sixty four yards and yep. a touchdown or something yep. like that. Uh, Saquon Barkley's playing Washington, twenty fifth ranked against the run. That's that's a good. smash I, I can't trust Saquon. I know he had a good week last week, but Terry McLaurin against the Giants. That's twenty ninth against. That's really good. Yeah. So I think those the matchups. Four left good. Richard Perryman's playing Houston, but smash. I think it's a smash play. Like he, they're twentieth. They're twentieth only. I guess that's actually bottom half. Yeah, they, like they don't have a good it's, secondary. It's it says yellow, but I'm like know. that's Houston the good a, Houston yellow. Houston has a shit secondary. Richard Perryman. You look at Tyler Lockett against Arizona. Tyler Lockett is could PPR frustrating. Could P, but he could PPR spam 
He doesn't GPR it. spam. Tyler Lockett is, is big plays or nothing. Like, but Tyler I can Lockett s- is is the most frustrating player on earth I can to see play and to play against. Against Arizona, I can see that being a nine for nine for 121 and one. I think it's I think it's Chris Carson gets 35 carries and Ooh, they don't pass the ball. Uh, again, D.D. Westbrook against Atlanta. Because Lockett Atlanta did defense, nothing okay. against Arizona. Jared Goff against San Francisco. Jared Goff's horrible. Wait, worries me. start him, right? Sam Darnold against Pittsburgh. Oh. That's the issue. That's Sid's roadblock here. Uh, are there any quarterbacks in the way for our? No, none. Carlos Hyde at Tampa. That's you're, you're also scary. It. You're benching you got to find someone else to play it. there. Um, Jason Witten at Philly. Juju Philly plays, I... you're playing Juju over Carlos yeah. Hyde. That was the one we said if he plays. Who would you bench? Him. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Witten against Philly is scary. Okay, it's one of the fine. things that Philly does do well is stop the tight end. But... Um, is it Cameron really Brait being on IR sucks, hey? It really sure. does. Is Cameron Bra- is it Cameron Brait season maybe? Brait has seven targets. I I would straight up play Cameron. Houston's not good against tight ends. No, right? they're not. The twenty seventh against tight ends. I would uh, I would play Brait over Hyde. Hyde, yeah. Hyde has Houston has shown a willingness to change up the usage of Duke versus Hyde depending on matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I because Tampa is so bad against the pass and mm-hmm. so good against the run. That I, if I were coaching Houston, I'd be making that a Duke Johnson game because yep. Car- Carlos Hyde could have eight carries for mm-hmm. twenty-three yards. He could have game. eleven carries for nineteen. He yards. could have the Marlon Mack game. Yeah, I, I would not so hide my life. I think Sid's You're banking on a touchdown. Sid's path to win is matchups. Yeah, Sid's path to losing is she doesn't have the talented team. Yeah, well, Tom Tom doesn't have to worry about matchups because he has a but, team full of. And here's doors. but here's the thing is that again matchups matter. We already talked about Lamar Jackson potentially not playing as much against Cleveland because they pull them, they whatever. So, yeah. and there's a chance he doesn't play at all, but again, you just slide in RG three and that's fine. Or yeah, Will Greer. And I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. Cause I do think like, I do think Lamar was an absolute generational talent, but the system is really strong. I mm-hmm. think if RG three gets in there, mm-hmm. like I, I think he's a top 10 quarterback play. Um, Zeke against the Eagles. The only thing the Eagles do well, doesn't even matter. Is stop, Zeke. He'll be fine. But even when we played them earlier in the season, we Zeke did not, Zeke only scored. Like, I think it caps his upside. Oh, never mind. Zeke had a great game against the Eagles last time. Yeah. He went 79. But that's because they won sorry, by, like, four touchdowns. 22 for 111 and a touchdown. Uh, but we shut him down yeah. early on. I remember that. Because he, he got that because they were up by so much. Oh, right. He also had six catches for 36 yards. That was one of the other things of why he had such a game. But, but the Eagles are... The, the path to the Eagles winning is shutting down Zeke, and I think they know that. Yeah. Because they're going to get burnt in the secondary. I mean, Zeke has a really high floor, but I don't know if, this, if the crazy ceiling's there. This Man, week. there's no way the Eagles win the game, is there? Like, every time – the only you know how the Eagles win they're that game? Home. Jason Garrett. That's how we win that game. Yeah, I mean, your best receiver is Greg Ward. Which, by the way, I have a, our I best have a, receiver is Zach Ertz. Zach so, Ertz is playing wide. Zach Ertz is playing nine routes wide. I'm starting to get really concerned. I was so high on JJR Sega Whiteside's dynasty potential, mm-hmm. and that dude is invisible. Would you trade a late third for him? No, I think I still like JJ better than the late third. I I'm hoping I've learned from DJ Chark this year not to give up on second round wide receivers. Would you? Don't do uh, we'll talk about that because I would love to have some JJ on my uh, roster. Like DJ Chark was also horrific in his first year as a second year raw wide receiver i'm hoping that that applies to jj i'm not as scared off yet with paris campbell because he actually showed well when he played and he's he was injured a shit time. I, but uh, jj like jj's had every possible opportunity i don't know why yeah. he's terrible um leonard Fournette against atlanta 
Smash. Smash. Julio against Jacksonville. There's no one. Smash. Did you know I actually picked this week? But uh, Julio's weird. I was on a different... Doesn't it feel like sometimes, like, sometimes you think, oh, Julio's going to smash See, this but week. Here, and then he, so, he doesn't. And then and you're then, like, uh-oh, top no, no, matchup no. for Julio goes San Fran, and he just dominates. Legitimately. He played San Fran last week. I went on a different podcast, and we had to pick a player that was projected over 10 to finish under 10. I picked Julio. And here's oh, my reasoning. Oh. Here's my reasoning. He's the only pass catcher out there. San Fran's a good defense. They're going to double him and triple him and, yeah. like, anybody but Julio beats you. I just don't think logic... And then what happened to San Fran's defense? I just don't think logic applies to Julio. Like no. Like, Julio is the least matchup dependent, and not even just that he's always good. Like, it's just, it seems like sometimes he blows up against yeah. the best corners, and then he disappears in good matchups. Julio's stressful. I don't yeah. know. But he'll probably um, smash. DJ Moore, uh, he, he, he's he, got a great matchup DJ against DJ Moore does the same thing every time, because... They, they're so bad that, like, every time Tom texts me in the second quarter, he's like, DJ Moore doesn't have a catch. I'm like, it's fine, Tom. He'll get 100 yards. And then, sure enough, he gets, like, eight catches in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Does it worry you that they're playing Will Greer at all? Uh, no. Will, no. Greer, Will Greer can't possibly worse than Kyle. Kyle's horrible. Um, Travis Kelsey against Chicago. Yeah, that's a great play. Like the, I guess maybe, like, I don't know, certain quarterbacks have certain chemistry. So maybe Will Greer just comes out and decides it's Curtis Samuel season. I don't yeah. know. But probably DJ Moore will be Is fine. it Ian Thomas season? Because uh, uh, it wasn't last week. Can, Austin convinced me to play Ian Thomas over Brashad Perryman last week. I thought for sure it was. It, it made sense. I won anyway, thank God. It was. I, I won anyway, thank God. But that was a 30-point difference. That was, wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe how bad he was in every place I played him. I played him in a lot. Who did they even play? Seattle. Mini Arizona. You're right. Mini Arizona. They give up points to the tight end like it's crack. Yeah. They give up the big Hickey game and the Rudolph game. Cooper Cup is playing San Fran. Uh, That'll be an interesting game because the Rams need to win that game. Cooper Cup's had the touchdown veil Mm -hmm. for the last three games. But Mm -hmm. if you take away just the touchdown alliance, he's been like, Really bad. Yeah. So I, I who would call that now? Who wins that game? Uh, San Fran. For the for my hopes, I really hope the Rams win that game. They won't. Do you want to know why? Because that makes the game we're at week seventeen, Minnesota Vike or Chicago. Yeah, true. That game's a lot more. Well, what fun. I really wanted was Chicago to beat Green Bay last week. I really want. Well, because I want the Vikings if, to win this Chicago week. If Chicago had somehow beat Green Bay last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. then there was an option mm-hmm. where the Vikings could have somehow won. The division, like, the, I don't know. They could have been able to win the division. They still Chicago can win still the division. Can. They They've can, got to beat Green really Bay, nice but I still think, like, I'm really cheering for the Vikings this week because then week. they, week 17 against Chicago, they win and they've got a chance at the division. But so, Vikings will win this week. Yeah. I'm confident. Um, do you think Vikings win this week at home? I don't think the Packers Michigan? are very good. Did you know our tickets, the cheapest ticket I could find, American, was 180 for our game? A month and a half ago, the yeah. cheapest ticket you find for that Packers game was 250 wow. I don't even want to know what they cost now. Yeah, it's gonna divisional be... game on two days before Christmas, Monday night. The only way to watch the game without booger. Oh, good point. That's that's <laughs> that's money. Never mind. Let's, man. You put it on mute. And you listen to Kurt Did Warner. Did you see Booger's dick drawing last night? No. Oh he was God. trying to point out cover two. Oh no. And he circled. Did he the circle two the two closest and, and then, then put a massive like like empty spot in the middle and he just basically drew oh, a dick. My God. <laughs> I'm going to Twitter to find this because I know it will be there. Oh wow. Be. He literally just drew a dick on national television. Um, I don't want to look up. So I don't want to look up Booger's dick. The best thing I saw was think of how Philip Rivers would perform against his coverage. <laughs> oh yep 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 <laughs> yes yes Jacob is going to post that in our group right now and uh, wow wow. <laughs> 
This is a family program. <laughs> Drew Brees breaking records and Booger drawing a penis. Monday night was great. Awesome. Wow. It really was something else. I, I'm literally a little bit of tears right now. That's hilarious. Guy has no awareness. So, yeah. So, back to this. Um, by the way, I think the Rams beat San Fran. I think they're more desperate. And the San Fran team, something's been off the last few weeks. So They were, they were, they were desperate last week against the Cowboys. Good point. How'd that go? That did not go well. Alvin Kamara against Tennessee. You need him for your league. Alvin. But. It's a, it's a homecoming. Yeah. From the former Tennessee volunteer. Alvin, I've loved you since college. <laughs> you, you, I've loved you and cheered for you for a long time. Please, Alvin Kamara, please win me my championship against Adam. Do um, something. Raheem must start because um, he is a must start um, against LA. Not a bad matchup. And then Drew Brees at Tennessee. Um, oh, God, it's popping up on my computer while I read. <laughs> I just see this giant dick. Uh, and then Drew Brees. And, of course, Baltimore Ravens at Cleveland. That's just a great defense. It's got to be a top five defense this week. Even players on his bench he could play. Um don't see a lot. DJ Chark's out. Will Disley is out. But I think point here being... Breaking um, news, guys. Will Disley is injured. Yeah. Um, so, again, the path to Sid winning is Hurd match- exploiting the matchups. And I think the path to Tom losing is his matchups not going his way. Is He does have a lot of tough matchups in there. I think yeah. if I think if Lamar gets pulled at half or doesn't play at all, that hurts him. But if Lamar plays... And he even gets one or two of his... Like, if Cooper Cup has a decent the, game... The thing is that he has so many people that have, like, a 40-point ceiling. Yeah. And it's just hard to keep that down. Yeah. And so, I think, in the end, uh, I'm going to pick Sid because yeah, I know that is my do. job. And I'm picking but, Tom because I'm an objective journalist. <laughs> yes. And I think that... Um, you know what? I think Tom will win this. And Tom will get a big trophy and a nice little bit of money. Um, which will be nice because I... But Sid gets second place money and her team's set up really well for the future and she could win. Yeah. Who knows? And so, we didn't at pick, the end I of the day, beat Adam last week, uh, to repeat, we have picked Tom to win. We have yeah. Habib winning the third place game. Yeah. And we have... I'm pick, I don't even care. So everything I said about being an objective journalist is now out the window. I'm yeah. picking Coco. Fuck you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I think... Marty will I want to see you in a clown costume. Man, I want to see Marty in a clown costume. <laughs> Bad. I think Trevor wants to see it even more. Trevor Marty's was... going to be so stoned if he has to wear that clown costume. Oh, he's going to be stoned no matter what. So, uh, All right. Yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts, everybody. Oh, are you trying to get out of here? Yeah, I really yeah. got to pee. So, okay, Jacob's going to go pee. I'm going to go on a quick rant here for okay. one minute. I'm going to let him take a piss while he does that. Uh, and I am going to rant. Uh, should I rant? I already ranted. That's about fine. I can wait till the end of your rant. No, go pee. Go no, it's all good. No, okay. Okay, fine. I don't know what I'm going to rant about yet. I was just going to ramble here for a second. And figure out something to rant about. Um, what really pissed me off lately in the football world? Do you know what sucks? Actually, I've got a rant. Uh, and we're going to start with a nice little season's greeting. Season's greetings to all of you guys. Uh, and I hope you guys all have a wonderful holiday season. But do you know what we should start doing? And actually really stop doing? Planning holiday family events on oh, Sunday. God, yeah, we do you know how much of I the football games... I with my two-year-old and four-year-old cousins. So on Sunday? Like, stop checking your phone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I'm like, I'm checking my fucking phone because Delvin Cook just got hurt and he's left the game and my projected 60-point lead in my semifinals went down to 15. Yeah, and so I had to sit there. I, I got uh, Sid's little cousin Nolan to come watch some Ugh. football with me. He's two and a half years old, I want to say. Uh, he cheered for the orange team. Uh. It was ba- Packers and Bears. 
The Bears were wearing white. I didn't know where the orange go was. Go balls. But the kid said, go orange team, because orange is favorite color. Uh, and so I think he was sharing for the Bears logo. But go come on. Balls. Why are we doing family things on Sundays? Sundays are meant for football. Uh, I can't wait to have my own family, because my own family will be Sid and I, and we will not do things on Sundays. We will watch football until after the holiday break, because football will become number one. So as a reminder, enjoy your holidays. Stop planning events on Sundays. Uh, and yeah, good luck. So that'll be it for us this week. Good luck to you guys in your last game since Jacob and I are officially out. We're looking ahead towards draft season 2020. Um, Excited to see these games. We're going to let you guys know. We're going to try and find a way to watch these games live. Uh, If you guys want to host, put a comment in the thing below. Uh, I know a few of you guys have houses that are a bit more available than Jacob and I's are. Yeah, so, uh, that's true. Yeah, if you guys want to hang out, I'll bring the trophy. We'll bring some food. Have oh, yeah. a good time. Watch the Sunday slate of games. And, I will go yeah. to Minneapolis. I mean, we, we've already bought the tickets, but like, some people want to just come down to Minneapolis and shoot some fun with it. Yeah, we can make it, we can make it work car. if somebody uh, suddenly wins and has some more money. Yeah. At Tom Tipple, if yeah, you want to come. Um, we can spend that money on you for a Leafs ticket. But yeah, if anybody else wants to come, we'll find a spot in the park. We have one open spot, so. So, uh, besides that, uh, we'll end it off here. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, And as always, clear eyes, full hearts. And loose. I hope to see you guys next week. Bye.